planetary science as a career choice. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Dr. Connor Nixon, astronomer, planetary scientist, and associate laboratory chief in the Planetary Systems Laboratory at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center. Welcome, Dr. Nixon. Hi, Tanya. I'm really excited to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Of course. How did you get started as a planetary scientist? And at what point in your life did you decide this was for you? Oh, wow. I think it was very early on for me. And, you know, I loved watching those Carl Sagan shows, the Cosmos shows, which were always on repeat. Um, and the excitement of when I was very young, um, listening to those Voyager space, spacecraft flybys of um, the outer planets in, um, in my childhood. And that really got me excited into this idea of voyages of discovery into the solar system and, you know, what could be out there. So then when I got to um, university, that's what I wanted to study. I wanted to study the science of the solar system. And I didn't think too hard about it. I just wanted to, that's what I wanted to do. And that's what interests me. And I think that if you follow your passion, then that's a, a you'll always have a great, uh, happy career. We interview a number of planetary scientists on this show, but the question remains, you know, what education path does a planetary scientists take? I mean, what degrees are best? What schools are best? You know, one of the really exciting things, I always love to point this out to people about planetary scientists, planetary science, is that it's a mixture of all different backgrounds. So when I started out, I was in the astronomy department and the astronomy department, everybody studies physics. And I was, at the time I was studying stars. But once I moved over to studying the solar system, I found that it's a big tent there's people there from all different backgrounds. There's people there who are geologists. They've grown up studying rocks on the earth and, and then they've moved on to studying rocks on Mars. There's people who are atmospheric scientists who have come from studying the Earth's atmosphere and climate. And they've decided to go and study the climate of Venus. And there's people like me who came from an astronomy background with a physics degree who come from that direction. We even have people who are laboratory chemists or organic chemists who get excited about the chemistry of uh, places such as Titan that you see behind me. So. Planetary science is a wonderful, diverse environment where you can meet people from all different backgrounds. Predominantly, I would say physical scientists, but you can get into it from uh, all types of geology, earth science, and even people with engineering backgrounds. What is the career path like? Do you start as an intern or a lab assistant and work your way up? Yes, yeah, so increasingly we're seeing a lot of people take internships and that's really helping them to develop their interests at an earlier stage. For me, I went straight from my undergraduate into my graduate degree, and then from there into uh, what we call a postdoc, which is your, your first short-term position as a PhD scientist, and then to a permanent position at, uh, at NASA Goddard. Many people take that route. Other people decide to take uh, breaks between things. We've seen an increasing number of students who, they wanna find out more about planetary science, and they're not sure if they wanna jump straight into a five or six year PhD program. So what they do is they come and work with us as what we call a post-bac, which is a one or two year position after your undergraduate, but before going to grad school, which gives them time to develop their interests and also to strengthen their resume and maybe even get a scientific publication in that time. And then by the time they apply to graduate school, they're in a great position to go on to their graduate school of choice. How important is finding a mentor? I think finding a mentor actually is really important for a couple of reasons. If you have the wrong mentor or, 
or even maybe you don't have a mentor, it can be really difficult to be directed into the area that most interests you and to get guidance to get you started. And it can be difficult to get started. And one of the things about research is that it can be, it can be difficult. It can be, it can be hard work and the results don't come easily. So it's very useful to have a mentor who's able to help you get over those early obstacles, keep your enthusiasm flowing and enable you to direct your energies into the most productive paths and not go down a kind of a blind alleyway. So I think that can be really, really helpful. And finding the right mentor um, can be really important. And of course, they can also help your career. They can make, help you make contacts. They can help you get uh, to give talks and posters at conferences. And they can uh, help you find advisors for, you know, for onward uh, study. In many earthbound business careers, people can see the results of their work in short time spans, weeks, quarters, and even a year. Planetary scientists sometimes have to wait years or even decades to see the results of their work. What's it like to have to wait so long? This is true. This is true. I can't deny it. There are, there are some long waits. Um, one of the ways that I like to get around that is by having a variety of projects at different time scales. So I take on some projects that I know might literally take decades to come to fruition. And then other ones that may take years. And then other ones that I know I can see results in months or weeks. In most research fields, it's true that things do take a long time to come out. You don't get instant uh, you know, gratification within a few days. But when those results do come out, they really, they really pay off and they give you the motivation to, to keep going and keep going and, and find out more. So if you can uh, teach and train yourself to uh, delay gratification and, and, and wait for uh, you know, great things to come, then I think you can have a really exciting career. And in the short term, there's things you can do that are very rewarding, such as mentoring others, working with students and interns, things that maybe aren't those big research papers, but they pay off on a day-to-day -day level of enjoyment and satisfaction. What advice can you offer young people who may want to pursue related career fields? If you want to get into planetary science, I think your best on-ramp is in your undergraduate career. If you're lucky enough to be in a school that does research in planetary science, then reach out to a possible mentor at your own institution. Otherwise, you can apply for the NASA intern program at intern.nasa.gov. And that way you can get a chance, if you're maybe in a smaller school that doesn't have a planetary science department, to get involved in research. And then afterwards, look for those postback programs and look for those grad school applications to apply to and talk to as many people as you can. Because of social media now, it's much, much easier to get in contact with people than it was in the past. And many planetary scientists, if you reach out to them on Twitter, for example, will be very happy to respond and give you their career advice and, and suggestions. Dr. Connor Nixon, astronomer, planetary scientist, and Associate Laboratory Chief in the Planetary Systems Laboratory at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center. If somebody wants to connect with you, Connor, what's the best way they can do that? Thanks, Tanya. I think a great way to start would be just to Google my name, Connor Nixon, and you will turn up my NASA biography. You can get in contact with me there by email or voicemail. Also, I'm on Twitter. If you Google my name, Connor Nixon, you will turn up my Twitter uh, handle, which is Shamrocketeer in honor of my Irish heritage. And I'd love to hear from you. And enjoy your stay on Titan. Okay, Connor. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And find more of my interviews right here on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.